welcome to the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smokin' Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour. Everybody, it's the Zizzle Gazzle with the Razzle Dazzle. What's going on there, Rufus? <laughs> you know, what's funny is I was going to open up by saying, pretending like I didn't recognize your voice because it's been so long, and then there you go. I, I really don't recognize your voice. Dude, I'm changing this awesome radio voice while we were on vacation. Wow, it's the morning zoo. Hey, did you hear the latest trivia about the pop culture stuff? Hey, I just want to tell you, too, I've actually got my hand up to my ear, so it's totally legit, like a real DJ. Oh, let's spend some 45s, brother. Spin them. Coming back at you. It's 10 across the hour, and here we go. We're just going to, to introduce you to the Zigzag Roof is Happy Hour. Or something. If only it were a two for Tuesday, but it's a Friday free-for-all, baby. Coming at you. Rufus, how are you, my friend? I'm good. You you rock that voice way better than me, man. That that's a persona we should keep on. Really? Cuz I really love this guy, man. I think he's in touch <laughs> with my inner DJ. DJ. Dude, you totally sound like one of those cheeseball DJs. Absolutely. Make that he'll be a recurring character. We got to have have him on as a guest. All right. Well, we will, we will call him Zizzle Zazzle. No. No, we'll call him Razzle Dazzle. There we go. So, Rufus, tell me about your vacation, my friend. How was it? Did you survive the uh, the ferry ride? Uh, the ferry ride was cool. Got a little nauseous. Um, Are you kidding but, uh, me? Yes, I'm kidding you. Of course I didn't. Oh. I thought it was uh, pretty cool, pretty laid back. Like I said, you could wade across that probably up to your chest. Would it be about as deep as that thing got? You could probably drive across it if you really tried. I probably could, and I'd probably get there faster than the ferry. Uh, yeah, no doubt about that. That's the probably most frustrating part about the ferry is that it only goes like a half a mile an hour. You could like build a schooner and sail there faster. <laughs> you could. You could build it on the ferry. I guess in case people are listening, we should mention that we're talking about the ferry between like what, Wilmington, North Carolina at the Baltimore uh, Island. Beach, Kiri Beach, Fort Fisher, North Carolina, and uh, Southport. And then right. between Southport, I guess, and Baldhead Island. I, I've never been on that one, but you have. Yeah, it was cool. Baldhead was pretty pretty neat, man. I mean, it was like uh, – it reminded me of Nicaragua, if Nicaragua was populated by a lot of rich people um, that I couldn't relate to. But luckily, it was just awesome. So you enjoyed your vacation? I did, yeah, even though that, I, as you know, I teetotaled the whole fucking time, not a single fucking right? drink or anything. 
But like the I first vacation say, you'll ever remember. It is. It, yeah, that's right. I, I didn't take a single photo because I was so sober I didn't need to. But uh, I felt rejuvenated <laughs> when I got back. I felt so rejuvenated that I drank three times as much. I was like, I'm that, ready you know what? to rock the beer. That will happen. Like I said, dude, that, the biggest scariest thing about that is uh, the hangover the first day. Oh, dude. I mean, after you get yourself properly looped for a few days, you're right back to where you were at, sleeping well, uh, you know, passing out in the middle of the day. I can can vouch for that, totally, because I I got – I didn't even get hammered. I knew it. I went into it like, okay, I got a clean system. I've been rebooted. I've got to take it easy. And even after taking it easy, I woke up the next day, and I haven't felt that – obliterated by a hangover since like my college days i was just i know like six beers will give you a fucking hangover if you're not drinking every day but hey after that day man i've I've been boozing it up with uh, no problems (laughs) good good to hear it good to hear that you got right back on that horse would have hated to see you make any serious headway into uh into your own headspace i like that you like to be blunted even the horse is drunk so we we treat each other well you've tied it on you've really you know what i got a question for you rufus while you were on vacation did you watch any tv uh yeah i did not much we couldn't figure out all the channels on the tv and apparently they had Uh, you know quote unquote basic cable so there wasn't much right but i I watched some like five chop shopping channels and like the regular channels (laughs) yeah that's right yeah, the TV should have come with like a card swipe on the side because it was all like shopping shows. That's an excellent idea, by the way. It is, isn't it? <laughs> Does that sound a bad yes, idea? Yes, it is. I would like to buy four days worth of cable, please. Uh, TVs nowadays have, nowadays have internet connections and USB plugins. Just get a card swipe for your fucking yeah. TV. Damn. God or damn, just a web. Well, I mean, you just have a website where people go and they can order cable like for two days, three days. The fucking cable company. Is missing out on big money like that. They are. They are. By giving people more power and control, they would probably triple their fucking revenue. They just don't see it that way. Well, I'm saying that now, I'm saying like, okay, not, you have to be on a special fucking vacation program, right? Because we rent our place down there and they're like, oh, you got to have cable, you got to have internet or whatever. And I'm like, you know yeah. what? We're paying for people to come to the beach. Not for them to really like hang out and talk on their phones and, and use the internet. So if there was that program in a vacation home, people could just swipe it. And it's just like a pay-as-you-go oh. thing. So th- then it's more like when do you want to watch something or get Wi-Fi on like the plane? It's the same concept. But I would say you have to sign up for like a three-day minimum or something. You know what oh, I mean? You sure, can't just sure. sign up for one show and sign off. And, of course, you would charge out the fucking asshole for it. Oh, yeah. But you play it all. Well, off. the reason like, I asked before we got into probably revolutionizing the all of telecom industry and the cable industry with our great yeah. idea. Yeah. Um, the reason I asked about that is because while I was on vacation, I watched Steve Harvey's version of The Family Feud. Oh, yeah. Okay. What do you think about it? Well, it's like... It basically, it's like the white family should be like the crackers every week because it's always like a white family versus a black family. It's never like two black families or a white family and a white family or a white family and an Asian family. It's always like a white family versus a, a black family. Yeah. And it's always like 
the hillbillies versus like people in dashikis. But what I have noticed, dude, is that obviously like 90% of the people that answer the questions or the people surveyed are white. Because a lot of times you're like the, the black people are reaching for an answer in like the overtime or whatever, the sudden death, and they can never get it. And, and it's like the totally whitest answer ever. You think Steve Harvey would fix that? What's the most popular drink at parties? And the answer is Perrier, but all the black people are like purple drink. Right. They're like scissor. Well, I think he would... is just a, a thinly veiled dick joke. I mean, every everything is just like everybody makes sort of a subtle sexual pun. <laughs> you only, you obviously only watch the ones with famous people on there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When they like, they ask Snoop Dogg about weed. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I saw one where they asked Snoop Dogg if you're something about if you would have find, if your grandma would find a joint in your house, what would she do with it? Or something like that. And he said, smoke it. And like every other person was like, hide it or throw it in the garbage. Dude. If my grandma smoked one of my joints, we'd have some serious fucking issues. I'd have to have a sit down with her. Like, that's my shit. I would just tell my grandma it was a firecracker. A firecracker. I don't know. What do you tell your grandma? My grandma wouldn't even know what it was if she was still alive. But both my grandmas are dead, so I don't really have to worry about that. What are you eating? I heard a wrapper and your mouth is full. That's what she Snickers. Said. Having a Snickers. What's this Snickers oh, satisfied? That should be a sponsor because you have a Snickers like every episode. I do. You're right. I should be like sponsored by Snickers. They could, I could like wear a shirt where my gut is just like covered with the Snickers logo. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Sponsored by Snickers. I mean, I don't see why that would not work. You know what, dude? I've been doing a lot of yard work lately, and first of all, it's hot as fuck. Is it hot as fuck where oh, you're yeah. at, Ruth? Jesus Christ, dude. It's seriously... I don't know how they they calculate like how hot it feels, but like the temperature will say, it's 100, feels like 130, and boy, it, it's right, because it's hot as fuck outside. Yeah, that's like the humature or something they call that, don't they? The humature? I, I don't Pretty know clever. What they the algorithm it's is, like they turn right. humidity and temperature into a word like brunch. Like everything now has like that stupid thing, like Brexit and all that shit. Uh, like I'm a little yeah. over people combining words out of sheer laziness. I mean, when we get when we're like a hundred, people will probably just like be grunting because they're too lazy <laughs> to make words. I have to agree, dude. I'm, I'm I'm growing pretty tired of not only the combined words thing, but like just acronyms in general. I'm just like, oh god, I have to look up, I, dude. I, I spend so much time on the internet just looking up what an acronym is. That it's I know ridiculous. it is. It's totally ridiculous. I agree with that. You know what? I'm going to be the first person right now to start typing out "laugh my ass off" every time I fucking reply. Dude, I was looking at the blog talk radio studio at LMAO that I typed as one of the tags. And I thought to myself from now on, I'm going to type out laughing my ass off. <laughs> Great minds, Rufus. Great minds. Think alike. 
Uh, you know that Joan of Arc heard voices? Huh? Did you know Joan of Arc like started her crusade because she heard voices? Wow. Uh, like voices in her head or like voices yes. of her dad saying start crusade? No, voices in her head. Voices in her safe place, I'm assuming. You think Donald hears voices? I think he hears voices, but they're all like his voice. Right inside his head, it's like, the Donald says. Yeah. <laughs> the Donald would. They're all, they're all, like, supportive. They're like, you're doing a great job, a terrific job, a fantastic job. Keep keep going. But it's all, like, his voice. Have you seen that totally inappropriate gif of him, like, grabbing Ivanka last night at the RNC? No, I haven't. Please Google this gif where he looks like he's feeling her up for what kind of underwear she's wearing. Well, you think he ought to know? I'm sure he's paying for it. I'm sure that's how he feels. All right, Donald fills up Ivanka RNC. All right, something's got to come. The wife or the daughter? No, Ivanka's the daughter. Oh shit! Okay. Well, nothing comes up but just like news stories and videos. Well, it's a video. Totally inappropriate. Let me say that. Kind of bricked me up a little bit, though. I'm not going to lie, because then I was like, what kind of underwear is she wearing? I wonder. And then I thought to myself, probably none. Yeah. Ivanka, I'd, I'd vote for Trump if it meant I could feel up Ivanka. I think she's going to be at every polling place. Now, when you went on your vacation without your wife, uh, did you miss her? No. This is a safe place, by the way. No, no. I mean, it, it, uh, I, I told her I did, but no, of course not. <laughs> now, do you feel bad that probably your wife did not miss you either? Because that's kind of how I feel. Like, I'm sure my wife enjoys a break from me. No, no. The, my wife is psychotic and needy. She misses me if I go to the bathroom. So it's good for me to escape every now and then. You sure she misses you, or do you think she's just feeding into some kind of complex you have where you need to feel needed? <laughs> no, I don't even want to feel needed. That's the last pressure I need. Don't need me, please. <laughs> don't need me. I can't handle it. I don't need to be needed. No. So, like I was saying, I've been doing a bunch of fucking outside work, right? And I have allergies for the first time ever, apparently. Oh, wow. Because... I, like, can barely breathe through my nose. So I go to the doctor, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're, like, 90% closed in your sinuses because you have allergies. Mm. So that sucks. But so do you know what poison ivy looks like? Uh, No, I probably should because I think it's around here. I have no idea what it looks like. I've never had it. Uh, I guess I, I count myself lucky in that regard. I've I've had it. I had it bad, dude. You know what? I got poison ivy for the first time ever really bad, like two days before I started high school. I mean, I got into this guy's car to, like, fix something that broke, and apparently I crawled into, like, the world's biggest patch of of uh, poison ivy and had poison ivy completely covering, this is not a lie, completely covering my fucking body, dude, except for my face. <laughs> My hand yes. and my cock. 
But I mean, literally, I went to school like covered. You, I, I wore like a long sleeve shirt, and shit. luckily, at the school I went to as a private school, you had to wear a long sleeve shirt because I would have looked like a real weirdo wearing a long sleeve shirt in the middle of the summer at like a regular school. And the weird part is, what was even more awkward was my first uh, high school blow job, which uh, where they saw all the boys diving. So it was he was like, very gentle, though. Mr. Ziegler was very gentle. Your taint is covered in blisters. What? What does? Uh, I've, I've never had. I've never even Googled like poison ivy. Oh, what dude. What does it do to you? It makes you itch. Um, but what else? It's like it's like having the chicken pox, except about a million times worse. Oh wow! You these sucking things ooze right with more poison. Like once they get in your body. And they start what? growing when you like scratch them over because there's just no way you can't scratch it. You is scratch the right word? I guess itch it is probably the right word. But it, you just it's like it takes over your mind, and you'll find really? yourself just scratching in one spot for like an hour, and getting absolutely no relief. But it's horrible, no horrible relief. stuff. But you know what? You'd think I would know what it looks like. But I was watching TV earlier, and they showed a picture of poison ivy, and I'm like, okay, so that's what it looks like. Because when I get into the woods, I like, yeah. there's no way I can fucking recognize it. Because they're like, leaves of three, leave them be. And I look around, I'm like, everything has fucking three leaves, dude. Everything. Every plant yeah. in the fucking woods Every, has three fucking leaves somehow. It's the optimal amount of leaves. Evolution it must be. Yes. The fourth leaf, I feel bad for it. The fourth leaf was actually... Uh, just kind of rooted out in the DNA. It, it was. That's like saying so, don't touch any plant that's green. Right. And so I continued to get poison ivy somehow because I can never remember what it looks like as soon as I get into fucking uh, the woods. No idea. You think you think it would have built up an immunity by this point? No. No, I'm very weak. I'm a very weak person. It's probably got something to do with my red hair. You don't have red hair. You're not a fucking ginger. I wouldn't Unfortunately, be you. no, I don't. My hair is gray almost now. Hey, gray's better than ginger. Said that. You have any gray hair, Rufus? I've got one or two. Not too many. You ever have a gray nose hair? No, I've had some pretty lengthy ones, but uh, they're all they're all black, which sucks. I, I think a gray would be harder to see, but mine are mine are black and they kind of curly cue around and yeah, I got like a corkscrew. Yeah, it's corkscrew. It's like I've been huffing pubes. You'll know you'll know you've been you're getting old when you have your first gray uh, nose hair. You're like, well, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I had my first great nose hair, and the next day I got a thing in the mail from ARP. <laughs> Do they sell uh, just for men hair dye specifically for your nose hairs? Unfortunately, I probably have uh, uh, allergies now because I've proceeded to basically like shave out every nose hair that I have, so I have no protection up into my nasal cavity because they oh, all just geez. like started growing gray and super long overnight. Oh, man, in the age of Zika, you can't do that. You need some nose hairs to block that shit out. I know. It's unfortunate. It's like God hates me. 
if there is have you reached a the, God. Have you, have you reached the point where you're getting like uh, solicitations from AARP? That's what I'm saying. Right after I had that red or that gray nose hair, the next day I got a, a thing in the mail from AARP. Oh my God. I, I, I think I've got one. No, I'm like, geez, dude, I've got like t- fucking 20 years left. Then I found myself going here and going, so what, are, what are exactly, what are these deals? What can I get for a buck? Let me look through these coupons. <laughs> like Denny's coupons. Right. And the only thing I was tempted to order was like the slacks with the adjustable belt and like the super comfortable shoes that they oh, offer for old people. Dude, speaking of coupons and discount rates, let me talk about this hotel I stayed at in Wilmington, North Carolina. All right. I, uh, I ended up. I ended up ranting about this hotel on TripAdvisor.com, where I often leave reviews. And then my wife, <laughs> I wasn't going to demand a refund or anything. I'm, I'm too lazy for that shit. I just left a bad review for a good, re- an accurate review. My oh wife boy. found it. She emailed Wyndham Hotels, and they're like, we're going to give you a refund immediately. So Do you have we to get take to, down have... your review? No, no. Fuck no. It's still up. But uh, we had to stay in this hotel, me and my son, just one night. We got there at like 5 p.m. We had to be up at 3 a.m. So we weren't even there long. Right. But, dude, this is, this is a Ramada Inn, right? Yeah, Part sir. of the Wyndham Hotel Group. You would think it's <laughs> yeah, like priced. Wyndham, remember when Wyndham livable. was like a name brand? Now Wyndham means like probably subpar quality. Oh, dude. Buckle your safety belt because here I'm about to clue you in. Oh, no. Yeah, I have a weak stomach, Ruth. I have a very weak stomach. And I also have anxiety issues in hotel rooms. So uh, maybe I should take a Xanax before you tell me this story. <laughs> no, let me, let me first, let me start with some praise to set you at ease. First of all, the people that I dealt with, the receptionist that night and the next morning, were very helpful, very friendly. The people were great. The beds, the, the linens were obviously very clean and very nice. So I slept comfortably. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't bring home any bed bugs, as, as far as I know yet. The so walls, far, it's a successful okay. trip. I have okay, one thing to say to you. I just want to tell you yeah. one thing before you say anything. The last time I was in a hotel room, on the way back from Wilmington, North Carolina, myself, I put the, you know the bag you can put your laundry in? Mm-hmm. I put that over the remote control so I could change the channels without having to actually touch the remote control. That is a brilliant, that's a life hack that I think everyone should know. I, I think I kind of wish I'd done that. I have another life hack involving that exact same bag. Can I, can I shout it out real quick? Yeah, go for it. What I like to do is take that bag, right? Uh-huh. And I like to put it inside of the trash can. Okay. And I yes. like to fill it with ice and fill it with beer. Interesting. I also like to fill up my Hang cooler on. with that bag if I'm leaving and I have a cooler. Hang on. I'm, I'm actually jotting these things down because those are very good life hacks. All right. I did not do that. Okay. But here's – okay. So the walls in this place were gross. They had, like, stains running down them. They were obviously stained and had not been cleaned. Okay. The, fur- the furniture, like around the feet of the furniture, like every leg of every desk and table and entertainment <laughs> like center, to if death. you want to call it that, it had looked like they had all been chewed on by a small dog. 
I mean, they <laughs> do you know why? Like, do you know why? No. No. Why? Because the lady who comes in there and passes the sweeper just pounds on that chair instead of moving it every time she sweeps. Either way, terrible. Disgusting. <laughs> because I thought at the time, rats. Okay, so okay. then uh, um, the, uh, the ceiling tiles were, like, discolored, and there was, like, obviously some black mold or something leaking in from a different room that had discolored the tile. The bathroom. Probably a decomposing corpse. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. Or probably biological body. evidence up there in that fucking ceiling leaking from the room <laughs> above. <laughs> it's a crime scene. Right. But, uh, the, the so I go in the bathroom, and in the shower, immediately I see a big, long, scraggly hair that I know oh is my Oh, my God, side. that's my worst fucking nightmare, dude. That's it. You just lived my worst fucking nightmare. That, so I, I, no. No, I can't. I can't do it. So I got toilet I'm paper, like, and I got right, right now. <laughs> I pulled the hair out and I flushed it down the toilet. Oh my god, you the, touched it? No, I used toilet paper. I'm saying, tell uh, me you used the bag from the laundry. <laughs> no, just the toilet paper. Oh, and the toilet paper, you know how in a good hotel they kind of fold the end of the toilet paper into like a fancy shape or like a triangle right. or something? It must have been this bitch's first day because it was like they tried to fold it into a fancy shape, but it was like one corner was shorter than the other. I mean, I don't know how many times they tried it, but I it was fucking love, sad. I love the idea that they feel like if they pull it into some fancy shape, you're supposed to be like, well, I guess some guy didn't just put his shitty fingers all over that fucking roll. <laughs> it's probably used. But, uh, okay, the bathroom adventure has only just begun. So then oh, the, uh, it, it doesn't get grosser. It just gets weirder. So the hot water knob and the cold water knob are like – the hot water knob is like right up against the tile, as it should be. The cold water knob is like sticking out a half a foot from the wall. It's like they didn't cut the pipe. It's like literally this pipe just sticking out into the shower with the, the knob on it. Not to mention the tile, the grout in between the tile is nothing but mildew. And Can you like see a, like the, through the hole in the wall – where the pipe is sticking out? No, because they had <laughs> they had used grout and like shards of tile to like compose patch the, a hole. They patched it up, but it was all like broken tile and shit. <laughs> oh my god! And the the vent that you turn on to like suck out the poop smell and the shower steam or whatever covered covered in like <laughs> gray and black like lint and dust and mildew. Oh my God. You know what the problem with like 90% of the problem with hotel rooms in the South are that fucking people still smoke in them. They still, you can still smoke in a hotel in fucking North Carolina or West Virginia. It's fucking insanity. I didn't smell smoke, but I really suspected my first thought about all the stains. Dude, every wall was covered with stains, and I figured that right. it was like nicotine stains, right? It is. Dude, it is. I guarantee it. So, okay, the, the last thing, this is really the last thing, I guess, and, and it's about the bathroom, is the doorknob, dude, was put on backwards, so it wouldn't shut. 
it's like you would shut the door and it would just come right open because it wouldn't latch. The that little unit that goes into the hole and the door jam was backwards. So it wouldn't latch, you couldn't lock it. It was Sounds like they had a really bright uh maintenance staff at this place. Obviously. I, I really started to think if maybe somebody was trying to play a prank, like the person who was there, like it looking on the mirrors, being like, Is there a camera? I mean, you could pretty easily take a Phillips head screwdriver and turn the doorknob around in a hotel bathroom. But then I also noticed that the clock, the alarm clock, was not by the bed. It had been moved over by the TV and set to go off at, like, midnight. So So now you're thinking thinking that someone was playing a joke on you and they smeared feces all over the ceiling fan? (laughs) Oh, no, I did that in protest. Oh. But anyway, it was uh, it was just a, a dump. The two receptionists were nice, but goddamn, it was a fucking dump. But you know those hotels close to the airport. At any time, right. you get a hotel near an airport, you're in yeah. shit fuckingville. You're in yes. shitville. For as big as Wilmington is, it sure has a crappy little airport and airport area. How much did you pay for said room? Just out of curiosity. Uh, one hundred and twenty-two bucks. See, and that, that's a shame. You pay more than a hundred dollars for a room. You should get a really fucking nice room, in my opinion. I, I should not have to clean other people's hair out of the tub. Jesus, sure. dude, that is my worst nightmare. I would have had to call down and ask for another room. <laughs> it was just one. I don't care. I don't care. That is enough. That's like going in there and seeing, like, cube on the fucking toilet seat. Yeah. Just like, there's, there's no I, I did examine the towels when I used the towels to dry off, not my face. That I did, I give them a, a once around to make sure there wasn't a little curly cue kind of wrapped up in the, the fibers. Well, you're talking to a guy that once rented a hotel room to take a shit. <laughs> what? Yes, I was in an airport, dude, and I fucking had to rent a hotel room to take a fucking shit. You know, airports have bathrooms. Uh, yeah, they do, full of other disgusting weirdos who are taking their shit. <laughs> yeah, but they're kept pretty clean. Oh, my this God, is, but You know, here's a way to make a million fucking dollars, Rufus. I I, I thought of this when uh, I was uh, thinking about picking my sister up at the airport. What they need at the airport is a place where you can put your kid, right? Not put him, but it's like a like a place with those bouncy houses. Did I tell you this before? I had this brainstorm no. a while back. And you like pay five bucks and he goes through a pay, uh, like a bouncy house maze, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you see him or whatever through some plexiglass or something. And imagine the money you would fucking rack up. Because no there's no way that kids that it's going to be like unrelent on their parents till they're like, can I have five dollars to go through the maze? Can I have five dollars to go through the maze? Can I have five dollars to go through the maze? You know what I'm talking about, dude? Tell me that would not clean house. Dude, that is fucking brilliant. I mean, even if you just put in, not if you just put it, put that in and then add some, like, video games to it, that's a fucking goldmine, dude, in a heartbeat. You would raise a bar, cash. Put a bar on the other side, and this, now this is what I just thought of, and then put fucking personalized, like, separate, separate shitting stalls like, totally enclosed on their own where people can, like, pay $2 to go take a shit where they don't have to line up, like, a <laughs> bird waiting to take a shit. 
Dude, I did have to take a drop a deuce in the airport in some fucking place. So I didn't have a straight shot any anywhere, so I don't remember all the, the airports I was in. But I did have to drop a deuce in one. So I go in, and of course it's teeming with people. It's like four <laughs> planes just showed up and unloaded, and everybody's like, "I got to do my stuff." But I go in there, and there's an open stall, and I'm like, "Sweet!" And I go in, I give it the, the once over, and everything looks nice and clean. And I sit down. And the seat is just like almost hot. It's so warm. I'm like, oh man, dude! You didn't There's put down the else's... paper. I I didn't even know there was paper, dude. I, it was a it was an emergency situation, and I sat down, and I'm like, I'm just know that my ass is interacting with the leftover molecules from some other random guy's ass from uh, somewhere. Oh God, Rufus. You know what? That was your body. You probably had the shits the whole time that you fucking didn't drink for a week. Did you? No, I didn't. Actually, I was pretty regular. But we had a lot of steak and red meat, dude. Oh, man. Oh, you're lucky. You're lucky. You would have had the fucking beer, like, anti-beer shits, which are worse than the beer shits. Your stomach's like, what? What are you doing to me? No alcohol. I don't even know how to process things anymore without alcohol. No. It was good. The week without the booze, that was, that was pretty good. Now, I was determined when I came back, shrimp? I was like, that's it. It's going to be a clean life for me. And I came back and was like, no, I'm going to get drunk. I did not eat <laughs> no, drunk, but I did have the beer the some... Uh, I guess I destroy it. The only seafood I had was uh, some mahi-mahi tacos, which were pretty fucking good, actually. Didn't have any shrimp? Do you not eat shrimp? I do eat shrimp. It's just where we went didn't have shrimp available. Uh, except think? for one dish, but I wanted something a little beefier than shrimp. Did you eat ice cream in Southport? I must know. I don't. I don't think I was in Southport. I was in uh, Wilmington and then Baldhead Island. Well, that's Southport funny because one of the pictures you posted, I thought it said you were in Southport. No, it must be a typo or Facebook, maybe. Must have been must Facebook. He's there. Well, I'm glad you had a great trip. I'm glad that you cleaned up your week and you, you know what it feels like now. But you know what would have been perfect on that trip? It might have kept you off the beer if you would have gone on that trip and found that weed. I got high while you were not drinking. Because the I'm telling you, it's a whole different experience. I know. I know. I'd, I'd like to try it. But it was so understaffed because it was just me, my boy, and my parents. So I can't leave. I, I can't leave my parents with my kid. Too long because he's taking your parents maniac. with you to pick up some weed. <laughs> what, what do I tell them I'm doing? I'm picking up some weed. Oh, good lord! They've never let me live that down. You probably have to share it with them. That'd be the real oh, they're bummer. Uppity. They're uppity. They're uppity. Explain uppity. No, they're not. Let's hear about uppity. They're, tea, they're, they're teetotalers. That's another reason I couldn't drink. Right. Do you drink around them ever? At family events, yeah. I mean, like multiple families, absolutely. But when it's just us and them, I don't, my mom hasn't drank like ever, and my dad's a recovering alcoholic, and right. so it just feels weird. And he doesn't give a shit. I mean, he's like, "Fuck it, I'm over it. Do whatever you want." But my mom right. is like, super yeah. overprotective, so I'm just like, "Fuck it, I'll just not even bother." I'm afraid that you're gonna end up like your dad, or no, that I'll turn him to the dark side again somehow. Oh, I don't think that's... Uh, people that don't drink anymore don't... I don't think many people go back, do they? 
Weak oh, no, people. No, no. He, he, from his point of view, he didn't give a shit. He's like, fuck it, I've been there, done it, I don't give a fuck, do what you want. But my mom is just like overprotective about him, you know, she's like, keep that away. So is that why your wife didn't go? Because she knew it was just going to be you guys? And there wouldn't well, be any know. drinking? Well, she went, there would have been drinking because I would have had somebody to go to the bars with. But, uh, oh. Had, right. When we booked the trip, she had a new job and she wasn't didn't feel comfortable asking for time off already, so we right. didn't even book her. And so that's how it was just me. And my brother and his wife were supposed to come. Then how was the dog? Emergency. Dog's fine. He had like a cramp or something. Shut up! Yeah, it was like he had a stiff neck and a, a rough tummy, but he's all fine now. I feel sad because I feel like the thought of spending any quality time with you turned your brother off. <laughs> it was his idea. Yeah, you know what, though? I've come up with those ideas before, too. I'm like, that would be great. Yeah, we'll all get together. That'd be awesome. Then as it gets closer, I'm just like, how the fuck can I get out of this? I'm not fucking going to spend time with these idiots. Well, no, that's what I thought. I toughed it out, man. I was ready to bail on the whole thing. But uh, I stuck it out. Now, did any of my ideas make sense after you got back that I texted you about when I was there, as far as inventions go? You know what? I didn't see any of them because they all came through as, like, really big images on my phone, and I couldn't look at them or read them. So I was like, I'll check these out later, and then I completely and totally forgot. So if oh, you want to well, I guess you'll miss out, out now, on this bundle of cash. Well, if, bring them out now, or is it something we want to keep proprietary? and not clue the people in about yet? Well, that's a good question, Rubes, but I think I mentioned it on another program. So did you see a lot of umbrellas while you were there? Uh, no, I did not, but I saw a lot of golf carts. Did you? There was this probably worked for a golf cart, yeah. too. I had an idea for the umbrellas. Where I go, there's, like, tons of fucking beach umbrellas because there's tons of people on the beach because it's not as private. I mean, we have a private beach, but it's more crowded probably than Baldad Island. But there's tons of umbrellas, dude. And I thought the most awesome thing to do, and my, my daughter kind of helped me think of this, too. She was in on it, was to get, like, oh, yeah. some netting, right, and put it against the top of the umbrella so you could put your shit up inside the umbrella, right? Dude. Like your phone, like a magazine and shit like that to keep it out of the sand. And all you'd have to do is, like, have some double-stick tape that would stick to the fabric you know, and you could just pop it up there. It could be an aftermarket deal. Or we could start making umbrellas with the fucking pockets already in the top of them. I'd say both. Do both. Do an aftermarket deal for people that already have right. umbrellas, but then fill the umbrella with that. That's that's like the, the tent that I bought for camping has that. It has this little net uh, that you put up in the ceiling of the tent for you to put keys right. and wallets and shit in. That's Fuck exactly yeah, what I'm talking brilliant. about. That kind of little net area. That's, yeah, I, I'm, I'm on board with that. My other thing was, you probably didn't see these big tents that they take down. It's like, you know how people, like, have tailgates and stuff, and they set up those big-ass tents? Not like a tent, yeah. but like a, yeah. I don't know, a canopy, I guess. Right. With four legs, and you could, like, put a picnic table or something under it. People are taking those to the beach now. I, I like, saw a couple, yeah. Right? And people are, like, trying to like dig two foot holes to put the legs and stuff in to keep them from blowing over when it's windy. I'm like, what they need to do 
is make a thing like and you fill it with water and you tie it to the leg of the thing or just hang it on the leg and it keeps it like to the ground because it weighs like 20 pounds and when you're done you pour the water out fucking wrap it up and you're you're ready to go that is fucking amazing dude you would just have to walk 10 feet to the fucking beach fill it up with water bring it back set your shit up dude you're you're giving away brilliant ideas here Man, well, I wish I'd, I'd read your text. Yeah, me too. Now, now that China will be coming out with it shortly, I'm sure the Bud Buddy guy <laughs> is probably listening in right now, and they're probably writing down every idea that we come out with. Because I did notice recently that another idea that we came up with, uh, I saw for sale somewhere, and I'm like, what? No fucking way. Oh. I can't even remember okay. what it is now, but I'll remember it hopefully by the end of the show. <laughs> Okay, I'll remind you to remember it. I mean, really, I don't. I, I saw it and was like, God damn it, another one. I mean, people people are listening to our show and they're copying our ideas. God bless yeah, them. I, I, Instead up. of copying our ideas, people become part of the team and just give us your skills for free, and we'll cut you in on the back end. A very very yeah, small. Or- if you're going to take the idea and do all the work, at least give us a royalty. You know what? I'm okay with the royalty. <clears throat> really? I wonder if we can okay. technically go back and like, be like, look, we don't know that this person did not listen to this show. And we had the idea first. You know, we could, because all our shows are dated and <clears throat> basically timestamped. We could just say, look, we're going to sue you or you're going to give us a fucking royalty. You know what's crazy is is that if we did that and it like went to court and it came out in court that the guy was like this millionaire who did this idea was like, yeah, I did hear about it on their show. I would be more excited about the fact that he was listening to the show. <laughs> Me than, too. Than the fact I we, might I'd let him like, get off the hook. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, dude, too. forget it. Got free. <laughs> I'd be like, wow, the listener. We don't want any money. We obviously have some listeners. God bless them. Each and every one of them. Yeah, we do. Both of them. We got a few. We got a few. Mostly us. Did you know that there's a patron saint of TV? Maury Povich? I I don't know. I saw that, and I was like, no way. There's a patron saint of TV. I mean, are they like... What does that even mean? Right now? I mean, Mother Teresa was like the only person sainted in our lifetime, right? Or since the advent of TV? I guess. I mean, what does the patron state of TV do? Because TV pretty much sucks. Maybe he shouldn't be a saint. Maybe he's the devil incarnate. Let's look. I'm going to see who the patron saint of TV and see what their affiliation with TV was. Oh, Pope Pius XII designated someone, Claire of Assisi, as the patron saint of TV in 1958. On the basis that she was too ill to attend mass, she had reportedly been able to see and hear it on the wall of her room. So by watching wow. TV, she became the patron saint of TV. You should be the patron saint of beer. I'll be the patron saint of pot. <laughs> there you go. And masturbation. <laughs> you so think just by watching... Masturbation? What about the, a pa- the patron saint of uh, rape? Or child oh abuse. Oh, my God. 
so there should be saints for like bad things. Well, I mean, so there was bad things. That, well, yeah, I, what? But you had to be good. I don't that. know. Do you really know? You don't think like sometime a long time ago, before like anything, that someone could have paid off a pope to make someone a saint? Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's like becoming a congressman now. Right. That's true. So easily you could be like, here, here's a thousand bucks. I'm a saint. All right. Shut up. Go eat your Wheaties. <laughs> it's, like just getting, it's like getting something notarized. I mean, you can, they, there's a whole football team named after the Saints. And they're like the dirtiest team in football, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, but they're all Saints, right? right. Yes, they are. I wonder why they don't make them take that uh, name away, you know, like Redskins. Why aren't people like, they can't be called the Saints? They're not really Saints. Well, if if you're a Christian or a Catholic, then you're you you can't be offended, right? Because you like the 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 majority. I don't mean you specifically, but I mean that that's the whole deal. You got to be a minority to be able to like push people around and have people change things. But if you're like, a, I would say the atheist, a white guy, why Christian, and, standing up or the AFL CIO, shouldn't they be butting their face in there? I don't know what is AFL CIO. I've heard that. I don't even know what it is. They like, they're the champions of civil rights. They like want everybody to use every bathroom, I think. I think that's their angle. Well, I don't want anyone using my bathroom. Well, I know. I'm offering money. I'm offering to build a bunch of stalls in in your local airport so you can shit in privacy. No transgender shit then. I mean, look, at one time you could fucking pay a dime to take a shit. So we improve it, and we make it cost like two or three bucks. I think people are willing to pay. I, w- I would pay in a heartbeat. I mean, I normally don't shit in a public place unless it's an emergency like I described. Usually I, I pee and I flush with the toe of my foot if yes. it's possible. Uh, I'll, I'll lift a seat with my foot if I have to for some reason. If I drop my phone in the well, toilet, you're I'll saying if you have out. to. I haven't touched a toilet seat in 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was joking. <laughs> I'm glad I was you're not. in the toilet in my office today, which only I've used except you know I've which only I have used since moving in to that building in up there in Michigan, and mm-hmm. I was like dry heaving at the thought of just cleaning the fucking toilet because I swear we need to invent a toilet brush that doesn't flip fucking piss water all over the place. Oh my god, dude. That that is so true. Or a plunger that have you ever plunged a toilet and then you plunge it too hard and the water splashes up onto your shin? Uh, or that the toilet paper and shit get stuck on top of the plunger <laughs> itself. Yes. Yes, I've done all those things, unfortunately. And I dry oh, heave gotta... of it. I got a story for you you're going to love. When we got this house built, we had all the plumbing done. Well, they forgot to seal the the big sewer pipe where, like, both both toilets, we have two bathrooms, both toilets funnel shit into this one massive tube that goes out to the septic tank. Well, they forgot to seal that. So it was just sitting in the, the connection. Well, my son, of course, 
wipes his ass with an entire roll of toilet paper every fucking time. And so he kept clogging shit up and clogging shit up to the point where the toilet paper just separated that tube from the connector. And then oh my God. shit and toilet paper and piss and corn and peanuts uh. just, kind of, just kind of slipped out of it. And we had, well, we, I had to, uh, Hose it oh down and get up in there and under there. We sent that. Oh my god! Down. I mean, I was. You're freaking me out. I was in the mix. You know what? That I'm a Mister Fix It Yourself kind of guy. I love fixing. I love the challenge of trying to fix something. I don't care if it's like wiring something or installing a window <laughs> or whatever. But when it comes to fucking raw sewage, you just can fucking count me out. I'm I'm not that much of a man. My my hats off to you, Rufus. For being that much of a man that you would get under there and root around in shit to fix that pipe. God bless you, sir. God bless you. It, it, had, it had less to do with manhood and more to do with being sufficiently inebriated. That was just like, yeah, okay. That was something. That would be a place where, yeah, you definitely need to take some medication to oh, get down there oh, yeah. and, and root around in some shit. Now you know that every guy that ever does that, and I think they call them honey dippers, uh, is probably properly whacked on something. Dude, that, that reminds me of uh, the first job I ever had in high school was not a real job. It was I was working for my uncle who was a contractor, super rich. I mean, he was building like million-dollar homes and stuff. And he's like, yeah, I'll give you a job, and you can come clean up and stuff or whatever. So I'd go on these, these uh, work sites where his crew is building – no million dollar homes and stuff. It was pretty, pretty lax. I mean, I would just sit there and eat my lunch and go, you know, they'd drop boards off the roof and I'd pick them up and put them in the truck or whatever, drop the hole off to the dump. Well, then one day, one of the guys was like, uh, we're going to take this load at the dump. You want to come? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll go to the dump. So we take this huge load of shit to the dump. And we get to the dump and I swear to God, dude, I'm not. I'm not I'm not making this up to be overly dramatic. They're burning a mountain mountain of diapers. diapers. (laughs) And the fumes, the smoke, the black-brown smoke is coming right through. We're trying to offload this trailer. And I'm gagging. And I look over, and there's some other just random guy who's there unloading a pickup truck. And he just turns around and pukes his guts out from the smell. (laughs) And I was Dude. like, that's it. I'm like, like, I'm like 15, you know? And I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And I just went in the truck and curled up in the back seat and, like, put my shirt up over my nose while these other guys came in while they finished up the job. And then they finally got in the truck. And they were like, how many times you puke? Twice? I'm like, no, I puked four times. It's <laughs> so bad. Dude, the dump uh, stinks it, even when they're not burning a mound of diapers there. I drive by a dump on my way to my new office. And it's so bad, when, especially when it's this fucking hot out, that not only can you smell oh. it, now you can taste the dump in your mouth. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta write that And down. I'm not, you know, you know, not air on taste the dump in your mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah. How is that even possible? Uh, it's the fumes, man. It's all the germs. Lit up in the air, getting down into your esophagus and shit. People are fucking filthy animals, no doubt. 
Human animal. A dog will take a shit and bury it with dirt. We just put all of our shit, all of our collective shit, into a big hole and then set it on fire and just breathe the fumes like it's nothing. Well, first we put it in plastic bags. So to make sure it's going to stick around for an extra 100 fucking years. (laughs) Exactly. We're preserving it. (laughs) I mean, seriously, think about it. Yeah, it's all nice and neat on the corner, but I mean, now it'll just sit and yeah, I mean, people that people actually fill fucking bags with their grass clippings and send them to the fucking dump. I mean, how does that make any That's sense? It makes no sense. Do you think do you think plants have spirits? Plants? Yeah. Uh I don't know about spirits, because I don't know what the fuck that is, but they have done some tests that show that when a plant is being, like, put under distress, like being cut or clipped, that it sends off pheromones that are like a warning to other plants. I don't, well, know, you know, I don't know if that's intelligence or what, but... The reason I thought of that is because, dude, think about a plant. I, I was looking at, like, a nettle plant earlier, right? And this yeah. is a plant that somehow has evolved... To have these thorny spines on it, so when something fucks with it, it gets poked. I mean, how do you explain that a plant is smart enough that it knows how to evolve into something that, like, will poke you if you fuck with it? I don't don't know. I mean, is evolution something that you know you're doing? I think it just kind of Well, that's what I'm asking. I don't know. I mean, you think about what evolution happens when, okay... The dolphins came out of the land and they turned into dogs or whatever, right? It's because this animal's trying to get up on the fucking surface, you know what I mean, to find food or whatever. But, I mean, how yeah. would a plant that doesn't have a brain or anything know to even evolve like that? Why isn't a plant just a lump of fucking shit? I don't, I don't know. I, mean, I think a plant does have some sort of intelligence. Now, whether it has consciousness, that's a different thing. And consciousness, man, is a weird fucking thing. To, that's no, no, nobody in science has any idea what consciousness is, right. and they can't say it's, it's tied to brain activity. You know, some people would say it's consciousness is just a byproduct of your brain computing fucking shit, and one of the side effects is it gives you the sense of I. But there's guys that have had like ninety percent of their brain fucking decimated by strokes or removed, and they're still like totally fine in terms of a consciousness point of view. They're like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm here. I know who I am. So that's great. I don't, I don't know if plants have that, but I think plants might have a little more connection to shit outside their own being than, than we know. Just, it doesn't seem to me that I only thought of this today because I had smoked some weed right before the show and I was looking at this nettle plant. I said, how did it, how did it know to make nettles? To protect it. Well, I don't think it knew that any more than we knew to make a nose. The smell you shit. don't, it's but we had a need for I mean, I guess you're probably right. Hey, I just want to do this yeah, real quick. Yeah. yeah. I told my daughter I would play this little green tiny tambourine on the show tonight, so I just wanted to make true on my word. Is that what that is, a little green tambourine? It's the world's smallest green plastic tambourine. Yeah, it's my green I wish we had Skype going so I could see it. 
Hey, you know what I was going to say? Next week, dude, uh, because I sign back on with Skype again, like the old way, then we probably could see each other during the show now. Really? We should try it. And now you've got a new Mac, so I have to imagine that any anything would be superior to your old Acer. Or what was it that you were using? Uh, I had an HP laptop and a Lenovo desktop. Lenovo, that's correct. Right. But the problem with the Skype is, is not the computers. It's the uh, oh, I- the fact that the signal has to go 20,000 miles out into space. Yeah, that's unfortunate. That's very well, we unfortunate. Do it. We could do it to keep an eye on each other, but I'd still have to call in on the phone, I think. Uh, you know what? Maybe we try that route, but I don't want to burn up all your data now. No, you won't. You won't. Well, let's do that next show. So, folks, tune in next week when me and Rufus can see each other, but you can't see us. It's going to be awesome. Now, will that be a Tuesday or Friday show? I'm still confused about your Tuesday situation. No, I still... Next Tuesday, it's gonna. I'm still gonna be out on Tuesdays for a while. Next Tuesday, I have meetings. Can you please? It's already pamphlet season already again. The pamphlets just don't stop, man. Everybody needs. It seems like it. I liked it better when pamphlet season was like two months long. Now pamphlet season is like a year-round thing. Pretty annoying. Wait, what? Why is that? I mean, is there a greater need for pamphlets, or they just have more products that need pamphlets? Well, they have new products. They have what they call model change. So when they change the models, all the old pamphlets become obsolete, right? Because now they've mm-hmm. got bigger, better, more crap on their stuff, so they need new pamphlets. But now there's just so many products that it's like the endless parade of pamphlet making for like three months. And everybody, of course, needs it like on the same day. Oh. Uh, I yeah. should add, I'm, I'm trying to pretend that we actually have listeners. So I should say that ZigZag in his less awesome life is a My graphic hair. designer, layout guy for several high-profile people that need pamphlets and graphic design work right. done. That's what Very we're large about. Fortune 2 corporation that needs pamphlets. Fortune two. I'm a fortune point five. What I mean, what what do you think? How hard does fortune go? Could you be like, well, if you put on your sign you're like fortune five hundred thousand four hundred and eleven, would people probably visit your place more if you if you didn't say that? I have no idea. I don't know that I would visit a place just because it was a fortune but it would depend on what the place was, I guess. Say that it's a pamphlet-making place, and they were Fortune Company number 1,680,411. Would you go to them before you went to 1,600,412 or not? In, in a heartbeat, if the pamphlet was good enough, yes. Well, obviously the pamphlet's good enough. They're 1,600,411. There you go. So, uh, all was well while you were on your vacation. Everybody survived? Uh, yeah, everyone survived, yeah. Did your wife mow the yard while you were gone? She tried and failed. Um, so, no. I Can I tell you something that made me very upset the other day, Rufus? What's that? 
I saw a Trump sign in the yard yeah. of a trailer. Oh, jeez. I don't, and I thought to myself, Trump wouldn't even want that there. No. You know what I mean? He'd be like, "That's ruining my brand." That's exactly right. You're right. That's not good for his image. Right, and it's, and on the flip coin, it's not good for their image either. I mean, if I am on food stamps, I surely am not putting a Trump sign in my yard. Fuck no. I saw a quote uh, from Trump earlier today. If I can find it, I'll maybe post it somewhere. From like 1998, where he's being interviewed, and the interviewer said something like, if you ran for president, what party would you join? And he said, basically, he said, I'd probably run for the Republican Party because all of their voters are idiots, and I could pretty much say anything and get away with it. And boom, you know, here it is. Oh, my God. That's pretty much happening. I mean, you think there's any chance that Trump gets voted in and then just does like nothing that the Republicans want, and it was all like a ruse to like take over, and he can do whatever the fuck he wanted. Could he be that I, much of an evil genius? He could be, but I'm still even unclear on like what he wants because it's obvious that he's just pandering to the Republican I know. people. So <laughs> I don't have any idea. If he got in, I don't know what he would fucking do. It's just so <laughs> weird. I love his generalizations. Did you see his acceptance speech? He's like, I'm the guy that can get it done. Terrorism, I'm the guy that can get it done. The economy, I'm the guy that can get it done. I mean, like, no real platform to speak of other than he's going to get it done. That's, That's been his whole fucking mantra throughout the whole thing. He never says anything or proposes anything. He's just like, I'll be terrific at that. I'll be awesome at that. I'll fix that. The first thing I would do, if if he becomes president, I think the first thing the Supreme Court should do and that the Congress should vote on is that he needs to cut his fucking hair because we don't have time with him as the the, uh, (laughs) commander-in-chief to be fucking with his hair all day. No. And boy, his hair is weird. I still don't really know what's going on there. I mean, (laughs) Me neither! Is it a comb over? Some, I mean, is it real hair? Thing. I don't I don't understand his hair. It's like it doesn't have a it. beginning or an end. I think it's I think it says a lot about the guy that he has so much fucking money and yet his hair is still fucked. I mean, you would think that if you could fix anything first when you're that fucking rich, you'd be like, "Make me look kind of normal, please, barber." Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a mentally deranged individual who think his hair is his fucking trademark, and he's running for president. You're right. I think he does think his hair is a trademark. You should you should put like a hairpin in it with a TM, so he always has a PM or like an R in a circle above his hair. I think he could just shape it into the two letters. He could just shape like a standing TM on his head or something. Yes. Like the wall, like a Hollywood sign. Oh, my God. I don't understand the guy. I really don't, because 20 years ago, dude, he was saying some really, like, normal shit. Like, stuff that made sense. You know what I mean? That is true. And now, he's just like, you like said, he's just pandering to people just to get elected. I mean, he doesn't know what he's going to do. 
He's no, gonna be one of those guys think, like, like that Pope and be like, you know what? I didn't really want this. Can I can I just step down now? I told you money wins know, politics. I don't know if he'll do that, but I think he's one of those guys that's just like he has a checklist of things he wants to do. And he's right. like, be president, I'm gonna do it. Okay. I'll do what I have to do and say what I have to say to do it. I mean, that's admirable at some point, I guess, but whenever you're in control of the fucking United States, maybe right. maybe not such a good idea. I think he's listening to too many Tony Robbins tapes. He needs to just cut out the Tony Robbins. Don't we all? Zigzag. You know what? Maybe I need to listen to more Tony Robbins. Maybe that's Zigzag's problem. I need to get myself on a healthy diet of Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins just got into a snafu with a bunch of people doing this fucking thing. I know he thing. did. I know he did. You know what? Burned. In Tony Robbins' defense, I like to think those people are just fucking weak who couldn't make it across the fucking coals, and they just needed to be weeded out. That's true. They didn't believe. They, they because for every person that didn't make it across the coals, there was like 50 people who did. The people that did make it across should have beat the shit out of people who didn't. They should have. You know what? My guess is the people who walked across or got hurt walking across the coals just wanted their money back. Sort of like you in the Ramada <laughs> and airport. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised I didn't have to walk through hot coals just to get to the bathroom and remove the hair. You know what they should do? Like. They should, you know how it said Ramada Inn Airport? If I owned a hotel, I would never allow airport in the name. Oh, no, no. Of course, when you add the airport in the name, you get to cut down on like 50% of your maintenance budget automatically. You know, I, I, I hate to say it. I don't want to sound racist or anything, but you know, if you're checking into a hotel, you know it's going to be a bad hotel with with these two red flags. One, it's near an airport, or two, it's near Martin, Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, Walmart. I know. And I know that you're not trying to sound racist, but it, what what happens there is, like, you go to a city, and they've renamed a street Martin, Lee, Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, and all of a sudden, like, all the black people just, like, start living around there? Or do they purposely, like, put Martin Luther King Boulevard in, a, in an area of town that's already predominantly black? They they go into a crime-ridden inner-city neighborhood and think that they're going to influence the people to be better by naming it after a good guy. But they're like, no, we're still going to just murder people and do a bunch of crack. See, if that's the case, they need to like start naming it like Finish High School Street and like Don't Rob Your Neighbor Street and like, you know. <laughs> just have road signs that are just life tips. Right, exactly. Tip 15% Avenue. Drive faster down this street. <laughs> no Roll up your window street. Feet. Have you ever gone through an area of town where you felt uncomfortable driving? Uh, in Austin, yeah, but nowhere else. And it was really? In Austin, Austin, you did? That surprised me. I felt like when we lived in Austin, we kind of lived in the hood. South side. Oh, no, no. East Austin was a bit different. I got lost in East Austin, and it was a hairy situation. It does get a little nutty over there. And you know what? That's another thing. You ever notice how they, that's where the airport is in, like, every town? 
The airport is like right by MLK. At the time, that's exactly the situation. MLK, airport from the same spot. Uh, not now, but yeah, when I got lost, it was like East 15th Street right off of MLK. Right. Did I ever tell you about the time I got, you know, I used to take, I probably didn't tell you this, take my buddy Tim to the airport, and he was going to visit his girlfriend, and we got up and drank like a case of beer for breakfast, and I take him to the airport, and his his plane is delayed, so we sit in the airport, granted, this is like 10 o'clock in the morning, and thank God for the Austin Bar had this is the old airport, not Bergstrom, but the old airport in Austin. Oh, yeah. Over off Fifth Street or whatever it was. Airport Boulevard, I do believe. But uh, so there was this little bar there, and it was open at 10 o'clock in the morning. So his flight is delayed, so we drank for like three hours at the bar in the airport. Yeah. Granted, I'm dropping him off, right? I'm just there to drop this guy off, and I'm getting drunk at the airport bar. And yeah. on the way out, I get pulled over. Uh-oh. Yeah, and for driving too fast near the airport. And I've got a beer sitting next to me, like, stuffed between the seat and, like, the seatbelt holder, right? This is before you had to wear a seatbelt. There was no seatbelt law. And, uh, and this cop writes me up this whole ticket and everything is talking to me and never even sees this fucking bottle of beer sticking up from between the seats. Sweet. And somehow I don't go to jail, even though I'm wearing my pajamas and I'm completely drunk out of my mind at like 10:30 in the morning. Wait, did you did you take the bottle of beer out of the airport? No, no. We were drinking beer on our way to the airport. Oh, okay. Just another dodge bullet, I guess. I was lucky. I was very fortunate. You live a life of dodge bullets. God, uh, see, now I feel like I'm pressing my luck. Now my life is so boring, there are no dodgeballs. Dude, I had three flights coming back from Wilmington. And I, I said, one flight's cool, two flights is okay. When you get beyond two flights, you start, no. you start thinking you're pressing your luck. I remember when I came back from Montana in 2009, we had my brother's bachelor party in Montana. And it was before I knew how to buy tickets online. So I just bought the cheapest ticket. Dude, it was literally five fucking flights in one day. And by the fifth flight, I was like, I'm, I'm going down. That's it. I mean, I'm, I'm gambling my fucking life away. You, you don't survive five flights in one day. Well, you know what's funny is, like, those flights where you're like, you have to fly to, say you're going, I guess you're probably coming from Austin, right? But somehow you have to fly from Dallas to Houston to Austin, where you, like, overshoot yeah. your destination by like three yep. hours so you can fly back in the other direction. Did it, did it on this flight back. Yep. Oh, you just did that right now. Well, not right now, but I mean, my flight back from Baldhead Island. Yeah. I flew back to, uh, I flew to Texas to then fly to Arkansas. So I had to fly over Arkansas to get to Dallas and then flew from Dallas. Actually it was Oklahoma. Flew from Dallas to Oklahoma, Tulsa. And what sucked is it was a, an eight-hour fucking ordeal. I mean, I had, my first flight was at 5.30 a.m. My last flight landed in Tulsa, Oklahoma at noon, but then I had the, a three-hour fucking drive back home. So I was obliterated by the time I got back, and then I, I just got wasted and had a terrible hangover the next day. Jesus, the drive back from the airport, if it's over an hour, 
seems like a whole nother fucking trip. Oh, dude, it was it was terrible. Terrible. Three hours you had to drive after you got off the airplane. Well, two and like two hours forty four minutes. Well, I mean that's three hours. I could have flown out of and into Fort Smith, but it's not an international airport. It's not a big airport, so it would have cost me like three times as much. So I chose Tulsa. Well, I'm glad that you survived all three flights. Now you had to fly through Atlanta. I can't believe you didn't get stuck in Atlanta. No, no, did Atlanta twice. No, did Atlanta on the way there, and then Charleston on the way back. And uh, I mean, everything went smoothly. I can't really complain about the flights, other than just the hassle of, you know, flying. Do you have any beers on the airplane? No, none. Wow, you are a strong man. You really were going to try to stick that thing out, weren't you? That sobriety jaunt. My drinking is very much tied to location. I, right. I drink at home. Uh, yeah. That's pretty much it. If I'm outside of that domain, I'm not too concerned about it. You don't you don't drink when you go out to eat? No, not usually. Really? No. How disappointing. <laughs> Shut up. I can tell you right I mean, now, I- dude, there was a fucking fifteen year span. Where I did not eat out once without having a fucking beer. Yeah, I want 15 years, probably 20 years. I just I wouldn't uh, even go to a place that know. didn't offer beer. Like I said, it's it's for me it's tied to like routine. That's why I drink at home. If I leave the if I if I'm away from this setting, it doesn't even cross my mind. And like drinking at a restaurant, I, I find that then I can't focus on the food because I'm just like, give me another beer, give me another beer, give me another beer. Right. I can taste. Yum, beer. Who needs food when you no, got I, beer? No, I, I do do a shitload of heroin when I go out, though. You know what? And I find sometimes it, it, that's always awkward when we do go out to eat, me and you, and you're nodding off into the bean dip. I find that unsettling. <laughs> yeah. I just I'm more disappointed that we have to or each order our own guacamole because you're so frequently nodding off into the guacamole dip. <laughs> well, I know it's it's hard for you to pick my curly nose hairs. <laughs> right. Right. You my know what? I just couldn't try. I'm like, you know, just bring on the fucking nose hairs. He's just gonna nod out into the salsa in a minute, anyways. <laughs> So my sister's actually coming to visit today. Really? That's cool. Today? Yeah. Kind of late. Well, she's, she flew in. She's here now. Not at my house. She's at my parents' house. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and wait on that until tomorrow. We'll, I'll follow up with her tomorrow on that. Cool. I don't I think she'd want to see about your sister other than you have one. It's been that many years. Uh, yeah, well, she has three kids, and she lives in Portland, Oregon. Oh, Portland seems cool. Oh, well, here's the deal. Listen to this, dude. So they're getting ready to come on this trip, right? Her, her 14-year-old, or her 12-year-old daughter, her, like, 6-year-old daughter, and her, like, 1-year-old, okay? And yeah. the 12-year-old daughter, two days before the trip, breaks her leg. Holy so shit. the 
12 or the 11 year old or 12 year old is now coming here or came here, I guess, on crutches with a broken leg. It's going to be a great Holy vacation. Shit. My sister said the only person that can get their own drink out of my whole family is now got a broken leg and can't do anything. <laughs> Damn, that sucks. So we'll see how this plays out. I'll have something to talk about next Friday. Uh, they're having the county fair here where I'm at. Foreigner is playing tomorrow night, Rufus. Can Foreigner, you name Foreigner, really? I cannot name any Foreigner songs. I, I guarantee if I heard one, I would recognize it, but I can't think of any. I'm looking them up right now because I can't think of it either, but when they played the commercial on the TV, I'm like, man, that's Foreigner? Man, that's Foreigner? They had like 10 songs that I recognized. We should, what we kind of name is that for a band, anyways? I don't know, but we should construct a game where we play a song, and you have to guess if it's Journey, Boston, or Foreigner. Oh, oh my God, that would be awesome. Or, I mean, there's other bands. Was Steve Perry, was he Journey? Yeah. Here we go. Uh, here's, here's, a, here's a song that I did not know was Foreigner. Oh, come on, play already. It's a classic. Oh, my God, all this YouTube shit. Play! Good Lord. Name this tune. Standing in the rain With his head oh, wow. This song reminds me of you. Couldn't get a ticket That was a Good Lord, they play this song every 10 fucking minutes on the uh, local classic rock station. Dude, I'm telling you, that song reminds me of you. I didn't even realize it till just now. Really? Why is that? For the words, it's pretty deep. He bought his six string in a secondhand store, didn't know how to play it, but he knew for sure. That one guitar felt good in his hands. Didn't take long to understand. Just one guitar slung way down low. Really not that bad of a song now that I'm listening to it. It's not that bad of a song, really. Oh, you know what? Another. Okay, tell me the name of this band. Right? This could go okay. into your band, Foreigner, or your Foreigner. We could do Foreigner. Uh, who else did you say? Journey. Ario Speedwagon, I think, could probably make it into that group. That's true. Right? So we could have Journey, Boston, Foreigner. Name this man. Ario Speedwagon. Okay. It's yes. Killer Rippage, Joe. That's a yeah, that's when music song. meant something. I, I do like that song a lot, but I thought that was Journey Boston or Foreigner. Who is it? That's Kansas. Kansas? 
Good Lord. You should start a band called Arkansas. <laughs> yes, I should. We just play. You know what? Let's start a band called Our Kansas, and we'll play nothing but Kansas songs. <laughs> but we're throwing a banjo oh. and a, a jug. We'll start a band called Our Kansas, and we'll play nothing but Ario Speedwagon. <laughs> Brilliant. I like to think so. Thank you. So yeah, we should do. Well, you're right. We should do that. But see, how are we going to do it? You, this is how we have to do it. You do one week where you pick out a song from one of those bands, and I have to guess who it is, and then the next week I'll pick out a song. Is that even possible, I think that though? Works. We need to do four different bands. We need to do four well, different bands to- because you have four bands and I have four different bands to choose from. Well, goddamn, we got Journey, Boston, Foreigner, Kansas, REO Speedwagon, Jefferson Airplane, Sticks. Yeah, they're all the same. Jefferson Airplane only has, like, that stupid gray slick, though. I think I would know all her annoying voice. But maybe not. I can't stand her. I really, really hate her. I'm not even sure why. I think it's because she said she fucked Jim Morrison and that disgusted me. Because I like Jim Morrison and don't like her. I was like, don't you fucking sully Jim's name like that. (laughs) She's tainting Jim Morrison with her thing. Knowing that she probably did. Sticks. Good lord. What a whore. Can you think of a stick song? I mean, that's Mr. Roboto, right? Yeah, Mr. Roboto... Was Try to do a little Bob Seger. Bob Seger, jeez. He's got those songs too that you hear. You know what? Another one I think would be Thirty Eight Special. Thirty Eight Special is awesome, dude. Thirty Eight Special, Three Dog Night. They probably are. I mean, these are all groups that like have hits, and you're just like, what? Who? That's them? Oh my god! Remember, my parents had a Three Dog Night album, and I thought it was the shit when I was a kid. What's a three dog night? Mama, mama, mama told me not to come. Isn't that a three dog night? Oh God, I have no idea now. I can't. I could probably hear a song and be like, "Oh yeah, that's three dog night," but I couldn't pull one out of my hat. Fog hat, I think, is probably on that list. God damn! Look at you. You're like a historian here. I'm, I'm feeling old right now, dude. I'm like, these are the fucking shit I grew up with in the like when I was just a kid. How sad yeah, is my life? That's like me now when I listen to uh, the classic rock station. I'm like, why is Pearl Jam on classic rock? Oh, yeah, <laughs> right. I, in my 40s. I almost felt bad that I heard uh, uh, Kid Rock on, like, the contemporary <laughs> rock station. I was like, oh, man, he's probably <laughs> fucking really upset right now. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, he's raking in the dough. He's like, fuck it. Right. God bless him. Uh, you know what? Hats off to you, Rob Ritchie, or whatever your name is. Something like that. You know, he's he's rich. He's loving oh, yeah. it. He he could have sold cars for a living, right? Wasn't that his story? Uh, he was in Detroit. His dad owned a car dealership or something. And now he's a big That's what I read. He, he owns a brewery. Then he started smoking the weed. 
Well, so, Rufus, we, we're, we're way into the uh, the VIP. I forgot uh, the VIP to do the section. Yeah, I got to do another show. Good to do the show. Jeez, almost forgot how. God, me too, man. I, I was nervous coming into it. I was like, God, I don't know what to do or say. I, I was nervous too. I'm not gonna lie. I was pacing back and forth. I wasn't pacing. I was, I was nervous. I was like, felt like I forgot how to do it. Let me tell you what I did, dude. I was getting preparing for the show. You read. This is how amped up I was for tonight's show. I cleaned the studio. I mean, I'm talking what? like carpet freshener on the carpet. Picked up all the trash. Did I mean, I like the studio is pristine right now. It was a good show. Good lord. It's time to be back. Time time. to be back in the show. It is. So we're both back off our vacations. You're you're tied up on Tuesdays, but no big deal. That just means our Friday shows will be jam-packed full of concentrated badassness. That's right. uh, See, this show, I I realize that I'm like a lopsided Rolling Stone, Rufus. I'm not going to go anywhere unless someone flips me over and does part of the work for me. (laughs) Hang on, I gotta write that down. All right, I got a run, man. Hi. All right, Rufus. Hey, Bud Buddy samples uh, are being printed. The lids are being printed right now, so uh, should have samples by next week, dude. Gonna get some pictures taken, and we're gonna get that rolling. I'm. This is the last year of pamphlets. I have deemed this the last year of pamphlet making. Great. Well, I, I, I shall the last year ceremonial. Of- All right, Rufus. Uh, take care until next week. I'm going to play us out with a little beer's food. Beer's food, people. Take it from Rufus. He knows. This is Zizzle Zazzle coming at you. Hope you enjoyed the Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus. And we'll catch you next Friday, same time. Same place. Talk to ya.
legendary power duo of Hypersloth, circa 1996. That's one of their best hits. We're going to play you out with one more song. This one's called The Farmer Song. Check it out. Or don't, because I can't find it here. Give me a second, please. All right, we're going to have to do fried eggs and ham. Hey, a bitch, I like it. Slap it on a plate with my teeth, I bite it. I suck it in my gut, metabolize it. Do it like the Donner Party, cannibalize it. Your fried eggs and ham, bitch, full of protein. Trying to take my plate, ha! You see me get me, snap your neck, and leave you in a ditch. Now I'm going back for seconds, cause I need my fix of fried eggs and ham coming from the farmland. Where they got the fat peas and the chickens on hand. Take a chicken egg, hold it up to the light. If you see a little chicken, say no, it ain't right for breakfast. Omelette or a dish, you be chomping chicken bones, chicken feathers and a beak. Your fried eggs and ham, bitch, better than the weed. Might not get you high, but your belly it will feed. If you're hungry, you need a hearty meal. Yo, fried eggs and ham, bitch, uh, it's a real deal. Get a on toast, fried eggs and ham, bitch. 